Okay, Gvur Hashem, Perakhav Tas. Ko Amar Hashem, Bni Bukhor Yisrael. Klausel described this, Bni, my son, Bukhori, my firstborn. Ivy's question. Right, what, uh, those two certainly are uh, similar. Um, Ari right away did an extra step in, in addition to that, which is Ari even identified which one was the bigger Chiddush. Bukhori is the bigger Chiddush seemingly because it not all, a Bukhor is also Ben. So Ben and a Bukhor includes both Ben and Bukhor. Um, oh, by the way, no. As far as your uh, kasha that you asked yesterday, why the Bal Haggadah brings the raya that was Hashem himself who took us out of Mitzrayim from the pasuk Vavarti? Yes, that kasha yesterday. No, but then you asked why that pasuk and not some other pasuk. Why that wasn't you? That was Avram. That was Avram Ramford. Okay. Never mind. Okay, fine. So, what is it? What what's this possible coming to say? Okay, so Kara Yisrael Bno Bechoro Ratzaloimar Kemo Sheha Bechor Nikra Rashis Kihu Rashis Ono Bechor is the first strength of someone. She, uh, so I, I guess to take a step back. So the morale seemingly over here is trying to understand what does it mean for Hashem to call the Jewish people his son, his firstborn. What, what does that mean? I mean, uh, obviously it's a concept. Uh, what, what, what's, what's being conveyed over here? Right? What, what is the concept? So he's saying, what's a Bechor? A Bechor we see when Yaakov you know, refers to Ruvain, Right, so he, so he, so he says, "Racious only Re, uh, the, the the beginning of my strength." Meaning, um, the bechor represents the first expression of the father. Shehu hascholos haros koho. This is the first place where you see the revelation of the father's power. Right, shel adam shenigla bo koho. This is where you see his ability to bear fruit, right? So, so, so uh, um, once a father has a bechor, has a first child, this reveals that he is potent, that he is capable, of, that he is fertile, right? That he is capable of having children. So this is the haschala of the revelation of the father's power. So that, that's what it means, the, 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 the revelation of my strength. Ki benhu The son shows the power of the father. The father um, is not like uh, similar to what we spoke about. Uh, I guess, you know, there's a minute, just to take a minute to discuss, why, why are People so pained when they can't have children. Right? So, of course, uh, there's the there's the desire to have a child and to give to them and to educate them and all that. Um, but there's also something else. 
on a very deep level um, that's very painful, especially, I think, maybe to the Av. Um, so in, in the beginning of Der Hashem, the very first, the very first uh, Os, right, in Der Hashem, is Hashem is described, describing the Amites Mitzius Yisbora, the uh, to what extent does Hashem exist, right? And the, and the answer is absolutely, right? In the most absolute way that we can ever, ever fathom, right? That's where Hashem is described as being Rishon Kadmon Venitzchi. You can't get any more fundamental than that in existence, yeah? But then then the, the Ramchal continues and says, V'hu... Um, Shehimtsi umamtsi as kol mashenimtsa, and he um, brought into existence and maintains in existence everything that exists. And and the question is, what's the? That doesn't seem to be the right place to put that when talking about Hashem, right? Uh, we're talking about who Hashem is, what Hashem is, what or or what kind of existence he has, right? Really, more correctly put, what kind of existence he has, and we're talking about an action he did. He created everything. And if Hashem wouldn't have created everything, he'd be different. No. Yeah, doing something is a, is a, is a, is a mikra. It's not a, it's not a, a fund, unless we say it's a fundamental definition of himself that he had to do it or something like that. Right, which certainly we don't want to say. So, being that Shem didn't have to create everything, so then uh, why is this placed over here? That's a question that that uh, many Mefarshim grapple with. Um, so, those that learned the Der Hashem, I don't know if I spoke this out with you guys or not. I think that first paragraph I was trying to get through very quickly, but uh, but. In the, but, but in the Kuntras, uh, I, I bring that something having the ability to give existence to something else speaks to the power of its own existence. The, the Rambam and more in the Vuchim, when he describes Hashem's existence, he says that Hashem's existence is such that not only does it suffice for itself to exist, but it even acts as the source of all existence. Right? That, that's, that's a much greater meaning. That, you know, when there's so much existence, so to speak, right, that it, that it overflows, and it's really the basis and the foundation for all existence, or for more existence to come from it, that's a greater form of existence than the thing itself. As opposed to you know, let's say we can all appreciate, um, again, fascinating, fascinating field uh, where literally scientists are proving themselves wrong and that there must be a spiritual world underpinning the entire physical world is the field of quantum mechanics, right? Where they have now proven that particles pop into existence randomly, Like, there was nothing here. That's what they say. 
Now, obviously, that's not that's not true. But uh, but they have scientific ways that they can figure out that when there's nothing here, and then a particle will pop into existence for a you know one billionth of a fraction of a second, or you know, well, probably a lot less than one billionth. Pop into existence and then pop back out again. Yeah. Now, compared to that, new mass, new, yes, brand new, just popping into existence. Well, it could be massless. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's already that's already. Um, uh, so and then and then and then popping back out. Yeah. So compared to that, your existence is very fundamental existence compared to that. Right. Look at look at you. You've been existing already for like. You know, thir- that's, that's a long time. <laughs> Can you imagine compared to you know something existing for one to the negative twentieth power or a se- of a second, right? So uh, so it's a very long time, <laughs> pretty close to eternity actually, right? So that's so you your existence is much more fundamental than that existence. Right, but but then if you can bring more things into existence, right, you're a source of existence. That's a pretty that's a pretty big deal. Now the truth is that I've said Av is not a true source of existence in the absolute sense of the word. The only true source of any existence is Yaakov. Only true source of any existence of anyone of anything else is. Source, of source, yes. Source of all existence. Come on, it's easy. Good. College Borchu, right. But, um, but the Av, to a certain extent, right, is, he, you know, I mean, uh, what, our perception of things is extremely powerful, right? Uh, the Torah says that most halachas and most even concepts are nikva day a person's own uh, the human perspective which may or may not be connected to Schrodinger's uh, principle that the perception is what defines reality in quantum mechanics but uh, I'm not enough of an expert in these things but um, or at all but I'm very curious about it so the point is that here, the, the, when a father has a has a bechor, and a bechor, I mean, it could be a girl also. Uh, in this in this case, it means it's a revelation that that he can bring more life into being, and that life life doesn't just pop in and out, right? It's it, it, it it's 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 real, right? So that's a that's a revelation of the koach of the av. Yeah. So kach Yisrael heim hascholos gilui kocho shel hakodesh boruchu bolamaze. So so close or two. And now obviously here it's not going to mean in Hashem's ability to create a physical object or, or even a, a human being because the close would not meet that criteria of being the first manifestation of Hashem's ability to to create human beings. 
So, but it'll be analogous in some way. So he just explained the philosophical, uh, yeah, using the Aristotelian terms over here. What? What? We've been learning for for four years together, and you're asking me what an alul is? As a, can you please hit Noah? <laughs> As I can't figure out how to hit you through through Zoom. Alul. We never spoke about what Elo and Alul are. I'm sure. We, I'm, sure I'm sure we have. No. Oh, we did talk recently, right? The um, like the progeny, like the creator and the stuff it creates. The 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 Mashpi and the Makabel. Elul is 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 the okay. is the, is the thing that's created. There's, there's, there's the makabel, that's the recipient, correct. And the ilaw is the mashpia. The terms come from from the from the Torah, right? It says um, it says that when in the uh, um, Yaakov was in his encounter with Esau, I'm trying to remember if it's in the gifts that he gave them, or when he says that. That uh, that he can't push, he can't go too fast with Asaf, um, because because the suckling animals are going to die, right? So they're they're called the alulim, right? The the, the 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 suckling animals, the ones that are the recipients from the mother. So the, so that's the, the the recipient, the one that suckles, and the ilaw is the one that. Gives to suckle. Okay, so that's the mashpia makabel. Okay, kihalul mora aleilo. I can't believe it's never come up. That's crazy. Well, of course, of course, actually, like, it's, it's a very. Uh, I'm also sure I'm asked the question before, and it just you said exactly the same okay. thing. I just forgot. Kihalul mora aleilo yisborach veheim alulim berishona. So. Again, like we said, that the creation speaks to its creator, right? The Ben speaks to the existence of the Av, is the manifestation of the Koach of the Av. So, Kalalusrel, now we haven't explained yet why it's Kalalusrel, but um, that's what the Pasuk is telling us. The Pasuk is telling us that Kalalusrel is called Bukhari, and therefore it means that we are the manifestation of Hashem as the Bore, as the Mashpia in the world. Ukemo Sheharashis Muvdal Midavar Shehu Rashis Lo So, just like a beginning is Muvdal from the rest, basically. There's a little bit of a tricky language over here. Ukemoshe HaRashis, Muvdal, just like the Rashis, is separate. Um, as a, as a, do you mind to mute your... This, I'm getting some feedback. 
Yeah, I had a question, but... Oh, no, if you have a question, then shoot. Why is the... Maybe you said this, I missed it, why is the Olam itself not a manifestation? Why does it have to be B'nai Yisrael for people? Great question. He hasn't addressed it yet. Yeah, 100%. We have to deal with that. And, of course, you know, Jewish people are not the first ones to be created either as people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we're definitely going to need to deal with that. Okay. Sorry, I messed up. Okay, good. Okay. No, Perik Chav Gibel. Okay. So, no, he's working on it. He's Chazar. He's up to. It could be the first twenty pockets. You know those all. Twenty pockets. So it had to be one of the more recent ones, but not too recent. Okay, so so kemo sheharishis, just like the beginning of anything, he's saying now, is separate from the rest of it, from the thing to which it's harishis. So if I have a uh, um, if I have an animal, so it's got the head, right, and the head is separate from the rest of the animal. Right? What? Yes. So, so the head, the ratios. What? All body parts are separate from the other one. I mean, there's nothing particularly separate from the head. Well, uh, no. Well, that's not that's not true. First of all, anatomically, I'm showing you that 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 I I, I selected this marshal for a reason, but um, we're going to talk about conceptually afterwards, but. First, let's just look at an animal. Um, uh, the head, even with the person as well, is kind of separate from the rest of the body. The rest of the body is all one. It's all together. You know, if you, um, you know, you obviously, certainly different parts do different things, right? But everything is more or less together, is, is pressed together, especially if you fold your arms o- across your chest like like uh, Ezra and Noah are doing right now, right? Um, so then it's all one. But if uh, but if you... But the head is totally... It just sticks out like an antenna up off of, you, off of the body. It's, a se- it's, it's quite separate. Now, the, the more an animal is like human, in that regard, it has that. You know, some... Yeah, I guess the fish fish do not have that separation, um, right? But that's like a that's there's a reason for that, not for now. Okay, but conceptually, there's the be- the the beginning is viewed as being separate from the rest of it. Um, so he's about to explain what that is, but I just wanted to translate those words. Just like the beginning, Muvdal is separate, Midover, Shehu Reishis Lo, from the entire, from the thing to which it is the beginning, which means the, the from the rest of it, from right? From the second, third, fourth, fifth. Sharei, Ma Shehu Reishis, Hu Inyin, Shehu Nimtza, Ba'acher. Meaning, being the beginning, the rest of them don't have that. So, if you think about a number, uh, a series of numbers, right, from one to ten, 
Right? So the first one has the distinction of being that you know, he, he got the whole thing. You know, until then, there was no numbers being put down at all. Right? The first one opened up the entire discussion of writing down numbers. Now, afterwards, you got this number, you got that number, you got a different number. Each number has its own unique um, number, of course, right? But the first one, it, it's the one that got us writing to begin with, right? So, so in that regard, it's different from the rest. That's what he says, Shaharei, my Shehu Reishis, being the beginning, who Inyan, Shehinim Tzabacher, the other ones don't have that. So, therefore, the Bechor is Kaddish. Um, every first thing belongs to Hashem. Right? Usually, when we look at uh, first things, they belong to Hashem. Kihu Nivdil Minashar. Because it's separate from the rest. One easy way to think about it is the Bechor is the is the prototype. Yeah? It's where, let's say I'm, I'm in the manufacturing business, right? The first one that I make, right? What do I do with that one? Whatever, but, but I'm not going to sell it, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it. Right? I mean, this is like my, this is like my baby, right? This is, even though it's the same exact thing as the rest of them, right? You know, people, some people, they frame in their office, the first dollar they make, right, or the first check they receive, or whatever it is, right? Why? It's just like everything else, right? No. The first dollar I made, that shows that this business is making money, right? The millions of dollars that come afterwards is irrelevant, right? This dollar shows that this is a profitable entity. Yeah? Once I make my prototype... The rest of them are going to be uh, just uh, copies from this, but this is the this is the uh, you know the thing that opened the whole thing up, yeah. So so therefore that you know, so so to speak you know that first dollar and that first prototype and the you know whatever it is right all those things those all go to Hashem those are all holy right. Um, Having the, the first apple defines, wow, this is an apple-bearing fruit, tree. The rest of them, you can eat, I don't care. Right? But, but, the, but the Bikurim, that goes to Hashem. The, the first apple, the, 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 bukhor, the, the first animal, the, the Petarechim, that goes to Hashem. The rest of them, I don't care, you can, you can, you can take that. Right? And, and, and so too with everything. Um... So it's interesting, right? So the people even hopped onto the, the first dollar. But they take it for themselves. Yeah. Okay, so now that was just the explanation of what is a Bukhar. Right? Now we're going to talk about, like um, Ezra asked, uh, in, what we, in what way are Yisroel Davka the Bukhar? Was there nothing created up until then? V'kach Yisroel shehem reishis nivdolim mikola umos. So number one, you see, Ezra, that he's not bothered by the fact that there were rocks before people were created, right? Yeah, it's obvious that um, everything is for people. People 
again, the consciousness is the is 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 the unique feature over here. This is the tzelam alukim, right? This is the this is the ben is in the tzelam of the av is made in the image of his father, right? So that's uh, not uh, rocks don't bother us. The question would be, we are, what about we are the people that existed before? In fact, uh, we know that actually the Israel were the last nation to be created, to the point that by the time that we leave Mitzrayim, we've got right, we've got um, Moab, we've got Ammon, even the, you know, the the youngest of the nations uh, already are nations. All the nations have already been formed. So that would seem to speak against this point. So that we're going to have to understand. So he says the Klausel are nivdal from all the nations. Vem gam kein kedoshim mitzad shehem reishes. So the point is, we're not talking about chronologically. Usually, things in this world, physical, concrete things, follow chronology. Spiritual things don't necessarily follow, follow chronology. But what about physical? What about spiritual, I mean? Hmm? Yeah, so that's so so there it doesn't it doesn't have to work. That's called ontological. Right? Difference in chronological and ontological, right? Chronological is what came first in time. Ontological is what came first in concept. Yeah. So, if something was done for something else, let's say, um, you know, the chupa was, uh, uh, I would like to marry this woman, right? And she agrees, and then I go and I build a chupa. And then once I've built the chupa, then I bring her into the chupa. And we get married in there. Right? So, the concept of marriage preceded the chuppah. Even though in physicality, it was the chuppah came first and then afterwards the marriage. Yeah? So, that's called ontological. Okay, so, Klausel, uh, Maharaji is telling us over here, Klausel are nivdalim from all the nations. We are the concept that Hashem has people. That Hashem has um A relationship with the, with with the created. Ve'im taskil be'inyan makira makiras esav habuchora liyakov. If you'll become wise and examine, uh, in, uh, wise and and uh, specifically in the concept of. Esav selling the Bukhora to Yaakov. Al-Toymar Shehaya Dover Cotton. Don't think this is a small thing. 
Think about it. We're being told over here that Yaakov is the Bukhor now, right? That's a pretty big deal. Once you understand what Bukhor means, this wasn't just a, a poultry matter. Huh? Poultry. Poultry. Yeah. Like chicken? No, uh, P-A-L-T-R-Y. Or P-A-L-T-R-Y. Poultry. Sorry, sorry, it sounds very similar. P-A-L-T. And a P-O-U-L. But spelled differently, but sounds the same. Yeah. It is pronounced as poultry versus poultry. Got it. Poultry. Ki kasher tovin v'teida ki be'emes Yaakov hu b'chor v'hu alul b'rishon Ay, so if that's the case, why is Esav having it first? Why is Esav selling it to Yaakov? So the entire concept is is, is fascinating thing. Are we physical or are we spiritual? Who is the Bechor? What's the Bechor? Again, for physical things, chronological is what the, is what defines Bechor. But for spiritual things, on the contrary. So who's going to be the Bechor? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Are you going to look at people from a physical standpoint or from a spiritual standpoint? Okay, so that's why there needs to happen a Mechira. It starts out that, in the physical sense, Esav has it, right? But in the true sense, being that a person is not really physical, a person is really spiritual, so then it should really belong to Yaakov. So there has to be a transition, has to go from Esav to Yaakov. Right? There's a transcendency, there's a going, there's a redefinition of who we are. Rakli Inyin, his Galus, Baolam Hateva, Lotzis Lepoil, Ace of Yoserishan. Because, like we said, in the physicality, that's how it goes. Kedavar Asher, who? Karov El Ha'iloh, Harishan, who Rachok. Mean his Galus, Baolam Hativi. So, we spoke about it actually recently with uh, with Chokhmos Betzalel on Shabbos, right? We spoke about, we had the Hashem, Moshe, B'Tzalel, with the things that they were creating, right? So let's just take one of those. So if I have two parts that are being sent from the Mashpia to the Makabal, one is the Kli and one is the content of the Kli, right? The Kli is lower, the content of the Kli is higher. Remember this? Okay, so... So who is the Bukhor? What's the first? So it depends. From the Kodesh Borhu's perspective, the first right the thing is the thing closer to him is the is the is the is the content. But the first thing to come to the recipient is gonna be the Kli, is gonna be the external. The thing is really secondary. Yeah, so that's that's why Asaph is, is referred to as the Shomer Lepri. There's the Pri and there's the Shomer Lepri, the outer husk, right? So, just like a fruit, the first thing 
The fruit is really about the fruit inside. It just has the outside shell. But for us, the, the shell is the first thing to begin growing. The first, that's the first thing that we see. And afterwards, beyond it, lies the fruit. So that's chronological versus ontological, right? Chronologically, the physical thing is going to be first. Ontologically, the more spiritual thing is going to be first. And so we have the Mechira, where a person, so to speak, goes from viewing himself, right? Where, where Esav is the Iker, to being that Yaakov is the Iker. We understand the fact that Esav actually was before, and that he, he messed up. We understand that had he not messed up, he would have discovered his own internality. No, Esav had to sell. Esav had to sell the Bukhara to Yaakov, that's what we're saying. Because he messed up. It was not designed that way. It was designed that Esav was supposed to this, you know, be subservient to Yaakov, subservient to spirituality. But if he's subservient, then why would he be the Bukhara? Because he's in physical. I'm saying, but the Bukhor is the one that, that gets to do the avod in the base of Migdash, let's say. Right? So. Why make him the Bukhor at all? Because it reflects the, the reality that we live in. I mean, the reality of the world is that the in the physical world, the first I mean everyone understands that the first is the Iker now with physical things such as grain such as the prototype such as the dollar whatever it is the first thing is Taka the most important thing compared to the things that come after it right but in but when you introduce the spiritual to it then the country then, then, then the the thing that comes in the end is the loftiest thing. So we're talking about how do you integrate those two systems. Right? In the physical system, the first thing chronologically is the Bukhor. In the spiritual system, the first thing ontologically is the Bukhor. But chronologically is the opposite, actually. So we're saying there's going to need to be a translation. There's going to need to be a shift, right? From viewing the world physically to viewing the world spiritually. And that's what's represented by the Mechira, by the sale of the Bechorah, is, is that the physical, although usually this is the correct way to look at it, when it comes to animals, the firstborn is the, is the Petarach, and that's the Bechorah, right? But when it comes to... When it comes to Avodos Hashem, that's not the case. But I think I think Noah is struggling maybe with the fact that you know that uh, Rashi brings Chazal that why was Esav so parched, so hungry, and thinking that he's gonna die, that he had just come back from doing all sorts of terrible averos, right? That he had found out that Avram Avinu died, and he went off and did. All three cardinal sins at once, right? And that's why he was willing to sell the Bukhara. 
So I think Noah is bothered. Well, if he didn't do that, then he would have kept the Bechor, and, and then how would the world look then? So we see, like, any time, like, before before Chedegel, the Bechor was supposed to serve in the base of Mikdash, the physical firstborn son of each family. Like, there is some status to being physical. Like, it couldn't it have been that Esav was the physical Bechor and Yaakov was the spiritual Bechor, and they would have worked in tandem? And Esav would have led the charge in the physical world, and Yaakov led the spiritual world? Yes. But now that he messed up... That's called Yaakov. Now Yaakov has to... I mean, Megala that he's the Bechor on every level. So you, I'm not saying you can't say that. You could say that. It, it sounds like the morale is not saying that. It sounds like the morale is, is telling you, just like Rashi brings by the birth of Esau and Yaakov, right? The Rashi is kind of making an argument that really Yaakov was the Bukhor. Right, because uh, Rashi gives you the analogy with the two b- marbles that you put into a narrow pipe, which basically Rashi's doing the same thing that we spoke about, right? That when you're sending from up to down, so then the first thing to come down is actually the farther thing, is the less important thing than the sex- second thing to come down, because it's second thing to come down is the thing that's closer to the one sending it. Right? Even though it's farther from the one receiving it. This model is like rampant. What? This model is rampant and everything. Rampant. rampant. Uh, not not rampant. Just ubiquitous. Thank you. What do you mean? How so? We think this model of 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 you know you really think about it, but like everything we're talking about right now is when when you're talking about the interaction between the spiritual and the physical. Everywhere. Yeah. Right. So so. Ari, I think that the point is like this, that here we're talking about Esav and Yaakov were twins. They were like a package. So in the package, I mean, why don't we say that every time, right? Why is Rashi only say it now and not uh, in relation to Reuven and Yosef, right? Or Binyamin. Binyamin should have been the, the Bechor because he was the last one born, right? So, so no, there is just each one is by himself, Right? But uh, but but when the two of them are being born together, that mamish speaks to this concept of kli and token, shomelu pre and pre, the outer harsh, hairy um, husk, and the inner soft, um, smooth inner um, kernel. Yeah, so. Um, so seemingly the morale is telling us that no, that that Esav had to sell the bechor. Now it could be that if, if Esav had been a, a tzaddik, he would have just recognized it and given it to him or something like that. But that had to happen. Had to be a recognition that it's really about it's really about Yaakov, right? It's really about the spiritual as embodied by or yeah, encapsulated by Yaakov. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what the moral is saying. Okay, um, so we're, we'll we'll stop here. Pick up uh, next week. Um, okay, okay, maybe um, hopefully see whoever wants to come at six a.m.